following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Jarka's getting a little sexy over there in the dark. I'm in the closet. All right, Lollipop, you ready for this? We are back. The Out of Tune Podcast. It is I, your hostess with the not so mostess, Brian Finch. Of course, my gaggle of good friends, missing a few members, but let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. To my left on screen, we have Alex Morris. What is going on? Below him, <laughs> David Jarka. <laughs> Hello, blow, blow. Uh, <laughs> Nate's uh, chilling on the side of him. Hi, hi. And with what could only be guessed as snowboarding goggles on, uh, Caitlin Milan. I'm sorry, uh, Mike Gallardo. <laughs> virtual, virtual uh, snowboarding goggles. I don't wear these things. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey, hey. How's everyone doing? Um, a month away. <laughs> Uh, what we probably got some stuff to talk about, right? Uh, let's think about uh, what we've been listening to, right? That's how we normally start this thing. I'm gonna pick someone at random here. Uh, let's start with Gallardo. Hey, what was the question? What have you been listening to? <laughs> um, I've been listening to hardcore for about a month now. <laughs> Anything new? No, not really. No, I think uh, more of a rediscovery of some bands. Fair. Uh, like who? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Comeback Kid because of our uh, playlist, or our, our, our artist selections. Uh, them, a lot of E-Tid. Attaboy. Not really a rediscovery for them, obviously. They're usually in rotation, but... um. I don't want to say it. I'll I'll save it for Nate, for uh, somebody somebody new we've been listening to. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's kick it to Nate. You got anybody new that you're listening to there, Nate? <laughs> the Germans. I think he's frozen. Yeah, he looks fried. He hasn't moved. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We have lost him. <laughs> or, he's, or he's thinking really hard. <laughs> I don't think you oh. want to think that hard. Oh, and he's out. I'm bringing him back in. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to uh, Jarka. What we what we listen to, Dave? Um, I went through the whole Deep Purple catalog. Oh, yeah, it was um, it was interesting. I I didn't really know like 
I don't know. It seemed a little bit more like 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 I was expecting just a generic classic rock everything, but some of the stuff was kind of a little bit more trippy than I, th- I expected and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now I just started uh, Deicide. Ooh, yeah, that's a good ride. Yeah, it's. Like for me, like I, I just all the hype that I've heard about it, like like my one buddy's like, oh yeah, they get in the first two albums and stuff, yeah, and it's like I listen to it and it's kind of like, um, you know, it's 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 okay, but it's like I I've kind of felt like I've heard this all before because I haven't I've listened to all other black metal and death metal bands before that, and it just kind of feels like eh, it's it's not really. Keep, like grabbing me like a, like a, maybe if it, I listened like if I first started getting into that genre for the first time I would probably like yeah this is awesome but just seems kind of like something I've kind of been down before it's not 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 awful but just just isn't clicking right now I get you well Nate uh, thanks for joining us um, <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for having me uh, well you've been jamming. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I, I, I said I'd save it for you. Anybody knew that <laughs> you were frozen in deep thought but, on the screen. But are you still <laughs> listening to that? Z Germans. Oh, boy. Uh, I've been listening to it a lot. Yeah. Um, Fucking party. No, uh, August, August Burns Red just put out a new album. So I've been Hell listening yeah. to that most. They did? Actually. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting to so check it out. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I just listened to you uh, yesterday. Yeah, I saw I saw <laughs> I follow them on TikTok, and they had a video out about how they recorded one of their songs. So I went and found they had two songs out. I was like, oh, cool. So then the next day, I went back to their page on Spotify to uh, listen to those two songs, and the entire album was there. I was like, oh, bonus. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. Periphery's album has dropped since our last episode, and it's pretty, pretty good. It's a lot of long songs. Doug would never pick that album. <laughs> I don't know. He likes Tool, and they have some long tracks, so who knows? Very true. True. Uh, Alex, while you're on the mic, what are you listening to? Have you guys ever heard of Galactic Empire? Yes. I have been jamming them like crazy lately. The Star Wars uh, metal covers. Yeah. It's that's a lot of fun. I'll have to check that out. That sounds a lot yeah. like, uh, what was the uh, Nintendo cover band? Arm Cannon. Hell yeah. Billy, Billy Drew's old band. Remember that? My, that, my, that was that was a good time. Danny um, was the guitarist's name, right, Nate? Yeah. Uh, no? uh, I, don't re- I don't remember. I thought it was Dan. I don't know. I killed a lot of brain cells since then. <laughs> you should also check out uh, Ninjendo or Ninjento. One of the two. I'll send you guys a link. It's uh, how do I want to put it? It's Genty Nintendo. Basically, yeah. Yeah. They take different songs and gentify. I mean, August Burns Red does the Zelda theme. Yeah, yeah, we we got yeah. to see that live last year. Yeah, I'm hoping they play it again. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. They are coming to town April 18th. Uh, Nate and I will be there. So. Yeah, I'm looking. It's gonna be my first time seeing them. I'm looking forward to it. 
It's at Rapids, you, right? You didn't see them when we it yeah. was Infinity and Bo was putting the quarters down the drunk girl's pants. <laughs> no, you were playing there? the slots. No, it's I've never, I've never seen August Burns Red. Ah, okay, that was a great. Uh, the Chelsea Grin, Vale Mile was on that bill. That's good stuff. It's at Rapids, right? It is, unfortunately. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try and uh, hide something. I'm going to be there for Clutch two days beforehand. Yeah, seeing I'll Clutch comment. I'll hide some booze for you somewhere, so you don't got to overpay for warm beer. at Rapids theater can you put something to like capture the sound so it's not just bouncing all over the place no sorry they'll help you with that fair enough well I have been listening to hardcore bands that I didn't know exist that's what I was doing Um, we're taking on hardcore bands for our album review which we'll get to and it sent me down this rabbit hole where I kept, especially Mike, I kept messaging Mike and I'm like, are these guys hardcore? And he's like, eh. What about these guys? He goes, eh. The hardcore genre in, in general is kind of like. Genre? Genre in general. That's pretty. Wow. Genre in <laughs> general. Yeah. Go. It's kind of subjective, really. Well, yeah, I think uh, as we get into our albums and these bands, you'll you'll definitely see kind of how diverse even just our selections were. But yeah. I sent Nate this band. And I was like, dude, listen to these guys and tell me if they're not a more hardcore version of Oh Sleeper. <laughs> and he listened to them. He goes, yeah, that's probably a good way of defining them, which was kind of fun. Um that's what I've been listening to. Oh, and I'm with Nate. I was second that August Burns Red album dropped. I've been jamming that out. Which been... oh, I thought you were gonna say Electric Cowboy. <laughs> no, no, no. Hyper, hyper. Come on, man, hyper, hyper. <laughs> I've listened to worse <laughs> things. <That's laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Stop it. <laughs> oh, dude, it's so good though. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I would totally watch it. Live. It's so cheesy. It's good. <laughs> yes. Uh, a few members have been jamming out to some electronic gent music. It's electronic core. They actually, they actually call themselves porno metal. Uh, I'd see, see, that's well, more like steel Panther. Ugh. Dude. Yeah. I'll, I consider I'll send you one of their songs that you got to read the lyrics to. Yeah, then you'll be like, "Yep, that's that's legit." <laughs> See it. The, <laughs> it was absolutely terrible and awful the first time I like <laughs> saw it, and then when Nate, when you went down your rabbit hole with them, you're like, "No, they're a joke band." I'm like, "Oh, this makes it okay then." Like, that's that's what I like, see. I made I made the mistake of watching live footage because if I if I watch a band live and they're really good live, like they sound good and they perform well, like that can make me like a band that I hated before. Yeah. So I saw that and saw that they were good live, and I was like, God damn it! <laughs> and then the rabbit hole just kept going. Well, I'm I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I don't think it's for everybody. Uh, but you it know. should be, though. Oh, don't start this. <laughs> <laughs> On I next month's have... episode, uh, album review, 
Yeah. Electric Callboy. Nice try. I have a suggestion <laughs> for a Ring of Honor um, untouchable artist. Does anyone have anyone they want to vote out of the Hall of Fame? Got to be honest, I haven't given it much thought. Lately. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. We, don't have, we don't have to do it if no one has anyone. Let's let's maybe skip that till we got our, our people back too. Nate, I think we lost your mic. Yep, nothing. Damn it! Major issues. Oh, I, today. Now we hear you. Yeah. 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 Hello, major yeah, okay. issues. How are you? So, uh, I have uh, I had two suggestions. Okay. I could pick one, or I could give you both. Well, last time we did Journey. Is that who we voted out last time? No, last was Elvis. Yeah, Matt uh, got the chance to get rid of him. Which a lot, a lot of I've I've found a lot of people had a pretty big issue with. By the way, I know that's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, the microphones. <laughs> I have the mic, so you listen to every word I have to say. <laughs> um. Yeah, so you tell me if you want if you want me to pick one of them or if you want both of them. I want you to throw both up and we'll pick between the two and the next one can come back for the next episode. All right. So I uh I I brought these two artists up to uh to some people lately and I was told I was crazy for both of them, but I don't care. Uh one of them was Janet Jackson. Okay. Because she's pretty much I feel like just riding uh, the coattails of her brother. Um, and then the other one was Pearl Jam. Oh, because oh. I think the that they really didn't do much for music. I think nothing would have changed if they weren't around. And I hate his voice. Oh, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Don't do I it. Don't know, dude. <laughs> okay, I want to put Pearl Jam in untouchable territory at this point. I want to oh. say, oh, disgusting, gross. That's how far out. <laughs> It, that's a tough one, Nate. You're not gonna get a lot of people. That's like Eminem when Doug brought up Eminem. Oh yeah, I, 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 I didn't think that would go over well, but I don't care. That's uh, I'm fine with voting <laughs> Janet Jackson. I didn't know she was in. So yeah, yeah, I vote. I vote yay. Seconded. Third. I'm gonna say that um, I disagree with. Both you guys over there about Pearl Jam. I don't think they should be untouchable, but I don't think they should be voted out. But Janet Jackson, she can get the fuck out. <laughs> well, Nate, uh, congratulations. You have successfully successfully kicked out two artists. Um, who would you rather put back in, Green Day or Janet Jackson, if you had to pick between them? Oh, you're going to make his head explode. <laughs> Pearl, Green Pearl Day. Jam. nice i like it and then uh my suggestion for untouchable and i think this will go through no problem uh pink floyd oh yeah with flying rainbow colors of course okay alex yeah Mm -hmm. mike yes i won't be the odd man out but sure not as excited. Nate. What? 
I think he's quitting the podcast. <laughs> oh, his mic is my, his mic. <laughs> he, he can hear you making noise, though, Nate. <laughs> if you want to just talk through your uh, laptop, yeah, just just give us some tips. No, well, give us Morse code with the light. Well, no, no, Lost I don't know. Of- there it goes. There they go. Oh, he's going to switch to his phone. All right. I got it. <laughs> uh, well, while Nate is adjusting. What was that, Jarka? Farewell. <laughs> like, like, he's like, <laughs> like, goodbye. <laughs> Hang on. I feel like I got to join these two here. Oh, well, that's too, that's too dark. Yeah. I, I think Pink Floyd was low hanging fruit to me. Mike, you're not a big fan of them? No, no. I just not to not to take anything away from their talent. They're all talented musicians. It's just it's not my thing. It's never been my thing. It's not something I don't I don't I don't get it. No. That's that's all I really have about that. I don't I don't know. I just it comes on, I'm just like change it. <laughs> I get you. I get you. It, they come. They sometimes get like the '97 rock vibes, like like oh, how many times can you hear "Have a Cigar" or whatever? And, but yeah, I can understand that. But like they're, they're, I mean, they're one of my, they're probably up there, like in my top fifteen favorite bands. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, like my my wife is, you know, she's all in the punk stuff, and they're her number two band, which is kind of ironic. She's in the punk, but they're like. <laughs> She's like listening to the Vandals, just like jamming out. That all of a sudden, like, hello, hello, hello. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. I love that. I love how diverse that is. That's awesome. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Nate, how how are we doing? You, you think you're good? I don't know. You tell me. You sound great. Nice hat. Well, uh, welcome to the club, Pink Floyd. You're now an untouchable, and no one can vote you out, especially you, Mike. And we can. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever. I don't think I'd ever nominate them to be voted out. Okay. So, but I didn't think that. I, I wasn't trying to say that. I was just picking a funny. And not to be funny, let's get serious here. Let's get down to business. Brass tacks, all that bullshit. Let's talk hardcore. All right. So we picked hardcore bands and their best albums, or what maybe exemplifies their contributions to hardcore music the most. And we all picked one, including the guys that aren't on the podcast. So first, let's just talk about the two that are not here. Uh, We have from Doug. The band was off. Um, Exclamation point. It's off. Off. And the album, the album title, what was it called? The first four EPs. First four EPs. And then from Matt Edwards, who sent along Hatebreed, which we were all a little taken aback by, that they, he was the one to select Hatebreed, but um, not going to find too much clarity from him, seeing as he's not on the pod today. But of those two albums, let's start with Off, because we're not voting on We did not vote on it. What everyone think of listening to that album, dude? They're fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike's nodding to fun. Um, <laughs> did, did you enjoy? 
Uh, you talking to me? Um, I, uh, I thought it was all right. Um, it, uh, definitely had more of like a classic hardcore feel to me. Like, uh, like, I don't know, like when hardcore was first coming out, had that type of sound to it, but I don't know. It's not really what I would choose to listen to. But I mean, it was I enjoyable. Didn't, I didn't hate it. Uh, I'll give a little bit of a spoiler how much I enjoyed it. Um, I actually had them as my number two on our rankings originally. That's how much I enjoyed the album. I really dug <laughs> I really dug Doug's choice and uh I, okay. I was getting down because we were, you know, we're transitioning out of punk. I, I really liked how you could hear the direct influences from bands that we already talked about on the punk, you know, the straight punk, quote unquote, album review to this uh, being hardcore, quote unquote, quote unquote. And it, it really was that, Nate. It was old school, punky. And I thought the, I thought the musicians were awesome. Like I was like, I'm like, these dudes are crazy talented. Uh, it's almost a shame that they seem like they're very underground because I went through many lists, right? Because I, I wanted to find a different, unique, hardcore band to bring up for my own. And they didn't show up on any of them. So I wonder if more traditional thought on them is that they are a punk band more than a hardcore band. But we've already talked about on the last episode how those two genres are so intertwined that it's kind of like useless to even try and think, you know, uniquely about them that they are a punk band, but they're like part of the like upswing and hardcore. Does that make sense, guys? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then and then Matt sent along Hatebreed, and this will get us right into our rankings, actually. Uh man, as much as I would think many of us would pick out Hatebreed when you say hardcore bands, uh, we didn't like this album, at least. Um, going around the room, we'll start with Alex on this one. What is it about Hatebreed, and maybe even specifically this album, that would cause you to have, I don't know, not as good of vibes when listening to them as other bands. You can put on a song from this album. You can put a song on from the last album. And I couldn't tell you which one it's coming from. That's where they don't sit very high with me. I've always said, man, if you had perseverance, that's it. That's the last album you ever had to buy from Hatebreed because every single album after that is exactly the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally get that. Is that your thought too, Jarka? Uh, I didn't hate it as much as other people, just because I will be heard is the most like in the like late two thousands might be the one of the most used songs on indie in like wrestling scene for as an entrance song. I totally recognize it right away from from ECW for sure. It's like you could just. Like everybody, anybody, any city in America, any rest, there's probably one wrestler in every city in America that came out to that song. That, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little sentimental. 
I definitely get that. Nate, I think you've always been on the outside of a hate breed fan. You would never consider yourself one. No, I, I tried. I, I tried to like him. This the album that he picked. I actually bought that. I bought the the CD for that years ago, and I listened to it like once. And I was like, ah, this was a waste of money for me. <laughs> for for me, it really comes down to I hate his voice. I I hate his scream. And for me, like a lot of a lot of hardcore stuff is, it's simple. Like it's it's a, it's a simple sound, um, and the vocals are pretty constant. Like there's there's not a whole lot of change. There's not a whole lot of influx in like the sound. Right. So I have to really like the voice for me to like get into it. And I don't I don't know what it is about him. I just I just I don't like him. It's. No, I get I, I definitely, I had him ranked last for sure. <laughs> I, I owned one album. It, it was, you know, came out in, I don't know, maybe 2009, 2010, something like that. That was Perseverance 4. <laughs> <laughs> the Revenge is Perseverance, the Revenge. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm with Nate on this is that I, I, okay. So getting into it, I put them last as well um, as they received two, three, six place votes, two fourth place votes and a third. Oh, did I actually have them fourth? Anyways, I, I, I didn't write these down and know who did what, but either way, they come in last with a, a average score of 4.8 out of six. So not good. Not not I, good. I did rank them fourth just because I forgot how much I actually did enjoy that album. And it was more of a nostalgia thing for me. Yeah. And I was like, it just brought back all sorts of memories. Like the last time I actually watched a set of theirs somewhere, it was like Ozfest at O2 and just, it was a good time. I don't know. Yeah. It probably buzzed up. That's, that's why I enjoyed it. <laughs> no, that was actually the uh, album I was listening to when I said, I swear to God, this, this, this fucking, this topic is not good for my license. Oh, <laughs> I looked out and I'm doing 90 miles an hour. I'm like, Oh, I better slow the fuck down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's just running the mill. I, uh, the, the, each musician doesn't stand out on their own, in my opinion. And the vocalist definitely does not stand out at all. And he doesn't help himself. As Nate said, of just every song, kind of the same pattern. It's like what I think of like certain rappers. It's my problem with Beastie Boys is you have like the same cadence and it kind of just lulls me into sleep. Like I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm not enjoying it as much as I want to be. So a little heat, a little heat on a hate breed. Uh, I think that's all right. And then uh, I took a swing here and I really was researching and trying to figure out a band because Nate took the only hardcore quote unquote hardcore band that I owned, you know, at least a couple albums of and went and seen live specifically to see them. And actually they're uh, one of the few bands that I actually like, chatted with after I saw them. Uh, that was pretty cool. They're uh, cool guys to talk to, but either way, uh, integrity is, is going to show up here in the fourth spot and no, fifth spot because i'm bad at math and 
they barely squeaked out uh, Haybreed and uh, got an average score of 4.6. And I guess if I'm ever going to defend them, it's just um, they feel kind of like a godfather band to me, which is like, to me, uh, will I listen to these guys ever again? Probably not. But Cannibal Corpse is like a godfather of death metal, and I don't enjoy Cannibal Corpse, but I would never be caught dead talking shit on Cannibal Corpse. You know what I mean? It's not for me, but I know what they mean to the genre. I know what they mean to other bands and and what they wanted to write and sound like. So that's what integrity kind of showed up to me. I wanted to find a band. I'm like, all right, who, who took a big step away from that punk sound and brought in that metal vibe that we all associate so much with hardcore. And and that's what these guys are. I mean, there's some straight up thrash kind of riffs in these guys repertoire too. I felt, and I listened to four different albums from them. So you say that all four of their albums had integrity. <laughs> I'd say so. They've been, they've been at it a long time too, though. What do you think is their most integral album? Oh God, I don't know. I think this one that I picked. <laughs> Just some right, overload. That's that's all I got for that that, that uh, really funny joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, while you're talking though, what do you think of these guys as you listen to them? Um, I mean, I never actually listened to them before, and I it was pretty all right. Um, not necessarily something I'm gonna choose to listen to um but if you know but if they come on it's good um i could definitely hear them in other bands as of them being an influence to the genre um and i'd say they were definitely integral to hardcore music <laughs> um definitely a lot of that crossover like you said the thrash sound the metal sound the punk sound, I think I, it was all in there um it's one of the, they're on the heavier side of what to me what like hardcore music is. I'd yeah, agree. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. You, any other thoughts, Alex? No. Well, liked him better than Apri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyone, I'm loving you guys so much for like finally. We all, you guys all agree on something with me, and it's Hapri. (laughs) Where's Matt to defend their honor? He probably wouldn't. (laughs) You think that's why you picked him? It's just, it might, honestly, it might be. He he may say that that's the only hardcore band he's listened to. You know what I mean? It kind of feels like one of those. Um, I'm not positive. Could be. He listens to some very eclectic kind of stuff. If there's anyone more eclectic than me, it's Matt. Like, like, uh, what does he listen to? That Ray Montaigne guy? Joe Montaigne? Not Joe Montaigne. (laughs) (laughs) He's this, like, solo guitarist dude who's wicked talented, but (laughs) music kind of puts you to sleep. Um, Anyone other thoughts on integrity before we close up on them? I um I, I like them. So I had them ranked in the list I gave you. I think they were uh second last for me. Um I, I liked them. Um 
But when I was putting my list together, I was trying to put the ranking together for what I how I felt about hardcore bands, right? So to me, a lot a lot of their a lot of their music in, on that album was more of like a straight up metal sound to me than hardcore. Mm. So that that's the only reason why I had them, why they were lower on my list. It, right. It's like hardcore vocals over like like a like a thrash hybrid music. Yeah. So it did, to me, it didn't have like the classic hardcore. Like a, to, to me, what I would call a, a classic hardcore sound. So, so it's just harder to have them higher on my list. Mm-hmm. But higher than Hatebreed. I think I said it in the group chat too. Is like I had like my top three and then everyone else. Like yeah. it was just like I just kind of like threw a dart at the wall for the last, you know, outside of my top three. It's like, oh yeah, they're there, they're there, they're there, they're there. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's fine. I'm fine. And honestly, like I said, I, I picked a band that I had never listened to. I was like, I'm just gonna go through this. It was like a list of like fifty something bands. And that's where I found the band that like I showed Nay, and it's all the bands that I was asking, like, uh crap. Mike, what was that band that I kept asking you about? I'm like, is are they hardcore? And you're like, you never listen to them. But anyways, it's a corrosion of conformity. That's it. Yeah, I, I listen to them. I'm like, is this hardcore? They kind of sound like Clutch. No, you know, I I found them on a couple of hardcore lists too, and I'm like, uh, there's there like an album I never heard, or yeah, that's no way hardcore. <laughs> I know. I mean, I always consider COC like stoner metal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stoner slash a little little doomy at times, I guess. Yeah, like Chromags to me is even pushing it to call them hardcore, but I could see them being considered hardcore over COC. <laughs> like, anyway, shout out to them though; they're wicked talented. Oh, COC is awesome. Yeah, Pepper Keenan, man. So that was my band. Uh, it was fun just listening to something that I'd never listened to before. I'm like, see what these guys are about. Uh, coming in the fourth spot, I'm continuing to do good math. It's Minor Threat. So that's your selection, Jerka. Mm-hmm. Um, your thoughts and the reason you chose this album and kind of what this band meant to you? I almost picked them for the punk one, but uh, I tried to... I- kind of an idea we're going to go with hardcore so i kind of moved it on to there just um i mean i it, like we talked before there's i i think you could go either way with them in terms of what genre you pick with them but um um i picked them because when i was growing up like in high school like i was in, big in the bands and stuff and then like you know heavy bands and stuff and then when people found out i didn't drink alcohol they were like, oh, so you're a straight edge. I'm like, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess I am. I don't, I don't fucking freaking know. So uh, <laughs> then, and then I started like looking. Now you did a lot more. Freaking language, Dave. Gosh darn it. God darn. Goddamn pal. Heck it, Jarka. Gosh golly. But, um, so I, I, uh, I, uh, I started looking into like like what what is straight edge what is straight edge bands and stuff and then eventually I kind of downloaded like uh, I got in, 
I, you know, I figure, oh, this is the band that started it and stuff. So I, I got in those minor threat that way. And, and I'm like, wow, these songs are like super fast, super quick. They only take like two seconds to download off of Kaza Light. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, this is, this is all right. And I just kind of got, you know, the more I dug into them, the more I seemed to like it and stuff. And uh, I think the, not, it wasn't this album, but the next album that they, they put out with the with the black sheep on there is that might be my favorite album cover. But, but I knew I knew a lot. I knew most most of the songs off of this one, so that's why I kind of went with that over the, their second their their only other album, basically. I say they only they were only around for what like four years or something, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and then technically you can probably just how short these like the whole this whole. You know, these this this uh, one I picked was only, was only twenty minute, not even twenty minute long at EP. They didn't even actually any put any LPs out technically. I think. Yeah, they they. Uh, I listened to it on Amazon. I don't know if it's different on other streaming platforms, but the last track was repeated twice at the end, and the last one was like almost like a live recording. It sounded <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um. I, dude, I had never listened to these guys before, and I'm listening to them, Dave, and I'm at work, and it's really unique to be like, uh, I'm in quality assurance, so like it's a, it's a lot of paying attention to like boring stuff, and I don't know if hardcore helps or hurts that, but either way, I got halfway through that album, and when they when I got to the track Minor Threat, all of a sudden, I was just like, I don't want to be at work anymore. I want to be outside beer in hand, radio cranked, and I want to be jamming. Yeah. All of a sudden, it hit that song, and like the whole album like flipped on its head. It was awesome. It just it makes you not want to work anymore or do anything. Like, it's just like, it's just like I fuck everything, you know? Just yeah. I'm going to interject here and say, all these bands, all these albums made me not want to work. I just want to drink beer and ride my bike. <laughs> <laughs> like my BMX, like you know, that it got sad because I don't have that kind of energy anymore. <laughs> I like it. Anyone else? Any other thoughts? Alex, actually, you should probably hop in here. You had Minor Threat second on your rankings. Yeah. Um, I like everything I heard. As far as uh, the hardcore feel, you felt that come and go a little bit, but overall, I like it. Yeah. You ever listened to them before? Uh, not before this, no. Cool. Not that I'm aware of. Nate, this is probably your first time listening. I've heard them. Okay. Um, never like I haven't like gone out of my way to to listen to them. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's another one that to me had like the, uh, like the classic old school hardcore sound, you know, like the hardcore that is coming from the punk scene, you know, an actual hardcore punk. And, uh, oh, I enjoyed it. And it was kind of, kind of, it was kind of similar for me too, like how, how you were describing once it gets to the minor threat song, like it was like, I, but I, I love that song. I had that that song's on my uh my favorite list now i've listened to it numerous times it's good stuff yeah yeah all these albums are still saved uh i'll probably only pull my album off 
Um, I, I regret not. I'm going to bring it up now. I, I was, I chatted with Mike the most about this, and I said to him like, "I want to pick Rise Against." He goes, "Well, then pick Rise Against." I'm like, "But ninety percent of their, them. but ninety percent of their catalog, I would never say is hardcore." 90% of what they are, especially after the last, after the first two, maybe three albums, that's not hardcore. It's at times like alternative. Yeah. So. You know what disappointed me about this and this are all of us here is not a single person picked Snapcase. Well, I listened to them and I said, I don't like them. <laughs> I tried. I did. Honestly, I like I it's his voice, isn't it? <laughs> you know what it was? It, there was nothing new in what they were doing that I enjoyed enough to want to pick them over anything else. Like integrity to me stood out because it was just like this dude is screaming like he's in a hardcore band, but nothing about their music says hardcore. Like I'm hearing melodies that someone should be singing to while they're doing some of their stuff. Not just straight scream talking or whatever you want to call his. <laughs> is that what we do in hardcore? Is that that scream talking? Because it's, it's not screaming like in metal, like in death metal. I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so minor threat score four point three. Uh, pretty good stuff there. Nate Bear Dad comes in at third here. With an average score of 3.3, the album you chose is Beauty and the Breakdown. Um, first off, how do you feel about the ranking? Fine with it. Okay. Second off, why is it this album and not their first album? Because for me, that, that pretty much came down to personal preference. Yeah. I just absolutely love this album, Beauty and the Breakdown. The entire thing is. It's in the title. The entire album is just a long breakdown. And it's fun to listen to, fun to groove to. One of the best concerts I've ever seen. Um, I don't know. It's it's also easy to listen to because I'm able to convince my daughter that uh, it's good to listen to because all of the song titles are named after fairy tales. So she can get on board with that and not whine about me listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, to, to me, uh, barrier dead, like to me, that's, that's hardcore. Like that's like when I started listening to the, listening to like the heavier stuff, they were introduced to me as, oh, this is a hardcore band. So that's what I always associated as hardcore where like in the past, like I would have looked at like bands like minor threat and thought, oh, it's, it's punk music, but it wasn't until I further educated myself into like, you know, like the history and how everything has progressed that it kind of, uh, you know, I realized that there's more to it than just that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's simple, it's heavy and it's just got a good groove to it. Definitely has that. Yeah. Anyone Word. else's thoughts? If Dougie's didn't fall off, <coughs> it's seventh for me. Instead, it's sixth. 
Really? Why? That's kind of Why? surprising. I don't know. You know, sometimes you get that connection, you feel the vibe of the tracks and the songs and whatever. It it was like just off of center the whole way through for me. If that makes any sense. Well, I mean, per, the, the reason that we'd say personal preference is it's it's impossible to try and explain fully why something hits your eardrums and it's a yay and other stuff hits your eardrums and it's a nay. But there's so many things that those two things having those two different listens have in common. Like you, we're all listening to the same beats. We're all listening to the same guitarists. We're all listening right. to the same vocals, same lyrical content. But there's certain things that pop. Um, I mean, I know for me, it, it's just based on how early into my exploring of different metal genres that I was exposed to them. And then double on to that, Barrier Dead was the first metal hardcore band I ever saw live other than Metallica. Like when I saw them in Rochester with Walls of Jericho, it was I almost picked them. It was the craziest concert at, to that point that I had ever seen because I'm just watching these dudes just snapping all over the place in the pit. I'm like, what's that? That's not moshing. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's it was they were the headliners, so like they got to play their whole CD. Like that was their they were touring Nate. Did you go to that with us? Oh yeah, I was there. Yeah, that, that's the one that I was referring to with one of okay. the best concerts I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I love that. So they only had one album's worth of material, really. They had no, a couple they, of they, EPs songs to play. Had, no, that was for that beauty uh Beauty and the Breakdown was out for that. Oh, okay. They were they were touring with a couple of songs off of that. Yeah, they, they there was that and cover your tracks. Yeah. And uh whatever else they had before that. Which is nothing but Tom Cruise song titles. Yeah. Magnolia is a great song. I love Top Gun. That's a good one, too. Yeah. That first album is awesome. But, um, yeah, Alex, I mean, that's it's just... Had you ever listened to them before we started listening to them today? Or, or for this episode today? No. I mean, maybe if I spend more time with it, it might change. Honestly, and not to take anything away from them, you know, it's only two albums for me that I enjoy from them personally. So it's not like I could expose you to more stuff and go, well, listen to this and listen to this. And it's like, no, listen to those first two albums and you get the gist of bigger. The original singer is back though, right, Nate? Yeah. the, The concert that we actually missed. Uh, the the tour that they're doing for that, which was I think four or five shows, so that in in their history they've had three singers. So all of the dates after that was after the Buffalo tour, after the Buffalo date, all three of the singers were were performing with them. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, including the bassist who who tried singing and it's terrible, or maybe uh, that that I don't know about. I just know that they had three vocalists and all three of them were playing. Oh, I know. Yeah, I saw them three times when I saw them in Rochester with Walls of Jericho. That was probably their best set. 
and then I saw him again for a I believe it was a warp. It was either a warp tour or it was a uh, um what's the one that Corn always did? What's their big family family? values? Family values. Family values. And then I saw him again, unfortunately, um at the Water Street Music Hall, which is an amazing venue. And it was a decent lineup because As Blood Was Black was on that lineup. And they were sick. Yeah. And the headliner was on Earth, and they were touring for I can't remember which album it was, but they were amazing. Anyways, that was when Barrier Dead had switched singers, and they had brought the dude in with the dreadlocks, and he was the new singer, and he was not good. Yeah, he wasn't good. And they started singing, and I was like, "What are you doing? It's you're a hardcore band. There's one thing a hardcore band shouldn't do is a whole lot of singing." Uh, Mike, what do you what do you think of these guys? I totally forgot about them. Nice. Until Nate Hello, selected them, I was like, "Oh yeah, these guys." <laughs> uh, to me, I think they were like, I would say at the, uh, at the beginning of like the whole like metalcore, deathcore, right where 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 it all started to branch off and all sorts of drop tuning and which I mean I like it. Yeah, but it was like it was like right on that cusp. Um, same thing with another band that I do believe is coming up on our ranking here. Um, still consider them hardcore, but not my version of it, if you will. Sure. Um, sure. but I know I really, I really enjoyed it. I think I had them at three. Um, yeah, let's see here. Barrier Dead received a fourth place vote, a second place vote, a sixth place vote, a third place vote, second place vote, and a third place vote. So uh sixth place vote. I don't remember who voted. Yeah, I had them at three. Oh yeah, Alex. <laughs> Jarka, do you ever listen to these guys before? I, I had a, a little bit. I did I did like them before and um but not I haven't listened to them a ton. But uh, this this album like seemed like one that um and like even like the albums like Off and maybe even Integrity are like uh, you know are albums that like if I listen to them more and more I think I could grow into a lot. Um, it's just, it's just like I talked about a little bit before, like in our chat, like I when I was in like high school, I would somebody that I was friends with who was like the big music guy in school, he said you know he claimed a lot of bands that are we now consider new metal to be hardcore so i thought that we were always in the hardcore bands and then we you know as i you know got older and realized oh this isn't really these aren't really you know i wasn't really listening to hardcore back then so now this is it's still kind of more i'm still getting a little bit more exposed to it um and it's i definitely think it's a genre more overall i could probably grow into and i think this album too would would be one i I listened to it before and i'm like okay i remember this i yeah i kind of i dig this one so yeah jark has listened to it this is nothing like deftones exactly i i mean yeah i mean it was a little confusing there for a while, I think, in the early 2000s of exactly what we were listening to. Because, like, you were hearing so much out of these bands, you're like, I could hear this on the radio, but at the same time, you weren't hearing them on the radio. Like, I don't think 
any of these bands that we listen to, yeah, guaranteed, none of these bands are getting played on the edge. That's our local bullshit radio station that plays. Hey, Breed. Hey, Breed. I remember hearing. Yeah. But like one specific track, probably, right? Yeah. Like not not too many. So Sunday nights though. I don't know if they still have it. I doubt it. But uh they they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They do. What was it called? Next wave or something like that? It's um it's not next wave anymore. It's uh it's a I forgot what it was called. I forgot, I forgot what it's called. That's um, Rock and Steve K, man. That's our buddy. Yeah. Nice buddy. Oh shit. Maybe yeah. I'll actually turn on the old Jeez. AM FM radio. It's a lot. A lot of it, though, like it's like real heavy stuff. But it's stuff like you, like it's all new, real heavy stuff. Like you're not going to go on there and you're going to like they'll listen to like you're not going to hear like Pantera or you're going to hear uh, anything really like like more cl- like I don't want to say mainstream, but more no no more known heavy stuff. Like yeah. I used to stay up and want listen to um, Mayhem at Midnight on Sunday nights with uh, Angry Hero on the edge. And he used to play like at like you know Pantera, Mudvayne, all like the real heavy stuff that you're not going to hear, you know, during the regular day. Uh, uh, like Kill Switch was like the like the like the first couple Kill Switch albums. He was like songs he was playing off of those. Sure. Yeah, Steve's in um, the band. Um, we're from the government, and we're here to help. I've heard of them. Yeah, he's he's the drummer in them in that band, and. Uh, He's talented. I know that. Uh, I don't listen to his radio show because I'm not up that late. But yeah, if you want to and you live in the Buffalo area, the Western New York area, maybe you can pick it up or maybe there's a streaming app associated. I don't even know. Just probably just uh, turn that dial. Odyssey, probably. Probably Odyssey. I don't yeah. know. I, um, the other there's uh, our friends across the border, 977 based in St. Catharines, Saturday nights, they have metal after midnight. Mm-hmm. And that's, know. yeah, that's all like, you're going to get like a bunch of uh, heavy, real heavy bands, a lot of thrash. I've heard black metal played on there. Like they played Satyricon the one night. Um, it's like, I think it's like midnight to 2 a.m. Uh, I mean, I know that these are like late night shows we're talking about. So we're a little side, side, side subject. I fucking hate our local radio stations. Yeah. Yeah. You go anywhere yeah. else, dude. You go to Rochester, yeah. Syracuse, you go out that way, you go down to Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, dude, like, even if Pittsburgh, you just get a little closer to Geneseo. You can get yep. like all all it is here is like imagine dragons and whatever fucking else is like that. And that's our rock, you know, our modern rock like station like Get with it, 103. It's because the 1021, when they went all Buffalo, they like, oh no, we got to be more alternative now to counter them. And then eventually they kind of, when they went more alternative with like uh, Billie Eilish playing on the edge and stuff like that, that kind of killed the market space for all Buffalo. And now there's some random ass country station. Yeah. And then you still have, now you have 92.9, which is trying to be more of that, you know, harder rock station. Like you'll play, they'll sometimes play like something like, like a newer rock, hard rock band, like the bad, like bad wolves or something like that, that you, we wouldn't have heard before uh, on the edge. Um, Mammoth. What was it? Uh, Wolfgang Van Halen's yeah. 
they play play his songs and stuff like that. And I think a lot of that is why we get skipped for shows on a lot of these tours. I mean, I understand we're smack dab in the middle. I mean, Toronto, Rochester, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. I mean, we have these other markets within like three hours of us. But a lot of these bands, like we, they just don't come here. Yeah. But on the right. also on the flip side of that, Buffalo also has a really killer local scene. True. Um, I've yeah. once heard from somebody that it that Buffalo is too much of a cover band city too. Yeah, if we just get never mind, I'm not going to bring them up. That let's, let's could probably on. be said for <laughs> every city. Is it? I would guess. I don't. I don't know. That that that's the kind of stuff that just like if you want it, you know, you can find it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like Mohawk has all sorts of shows. Oh yeah, and I never all, know all, all week, every week, every day, every month. That's where Barrier Dead was, though. That was yeah. that was where they were going. I, like, I had a buddy go to that show, and I guess it was really interesting. Okay, for Barrier Dead to be at a shoebox venue because it is <laughs> tiny there. Oh yeah, yeah. dude! I yeah. saw I saw Black Dahlia Murder and Despise Icon there. Oh man, Jesus! <laughs> was this yeah. like 2003? Uh. It was probably like oh six or oh seven, something like that. It was gnarly, and I stood on the side of the stage so that the speakers were actually in front of me, especially when it was Black Dahlia Murders set because I wanted to watch dude's feet on the kick drum to see exactly what he was doing. I was like, I fucking knew it. You're using a trigger, and it's not cheating, <laughs> but at the same time, it's kind of fucking cheating, and I knew it. <laughs> it's not cheating because you're. You are hitting the kick drum, but you're not hitting that hard. Eh, whatever. That's for another Finchy. day. My uh, my my cousin Finchy, yeah. who is the uh, drummer for Wretched. Yeah, Marshall. Yeah, after Wretched broke up, he became the drum tech for uh, Black Dahlia Murder. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. He's better drummer than him. <laughs> he's really good. Yeah, he's, he's really good. He did something that I never heard another drummer do. Which is he slowed down his kick drum like mid verse where he was taking it from eighth notes and taking it down to quarter notes and keeping it in time. And it sounded it sounded so unique. It was awesome. Bless you. Hey, it was actually a cough, but thank you. Oh. Uh coming in at number two. Every time I die. Every time I die, the big dirty comes in at number two, receiving a vote of first place, third place, first place, second place, third place, and second place. I have questions first, though. (laughs) Before we get into how awesome they are and how awesome and enjoyable this album was, because it is, and it was. Are they hardcore? There is so much there is so much melody in every time I die that I struggle calling them hardcore. Who else is with me on this? I think the harder moments in the tracks outweigh it. But just because there's moments doesn't make it a specific genre either. No. They walk a they walk a fine line. Yeah. Very much. Because I I also don't know what else consider them metalcore, deathcore, or hardcore, you know what melodic 
whatever the fuck. I don't know. There's too many goddamn genres. I wanted, I yeah. <laughs> no, I wanted every time I die through all their albums, they're everything. They've touched on every aspect of metal music, I feel. And then they dropped their best album and broke up. That's all right. Yeah. Go off the bang. I think I think I think the big dirty would be a good choice for this episode. Tour. That was their that was their dirtiest, yeah, I mean sounding album. I don't mean like sound quality, just like they wrote the songs, dragged them through the mud, and then brought them back. Like it was, if, I don't know if I'm coming Dude, across as no any. son of mine <laughs> right out of the gate is just ready to go. Yeah. The whole album is amazing. Yeah. It was this is the album that made me really like like eat it. I don't know when did this come out? Like 2006? Seven. Seven? That was yeah. That was after what was the album before that? When they had floater and shit on it, is that gutter phenomena? Gutter phenomena. That was this was the album after, like immediately after gutter phenomenon, right? Yeah. Because that that album was more. They were like it was more raw sounding. Like you could tell, they were like, all right. Anything oh, yeah. early on had a very raw feel. Like yeah, kind of before Buckley got a voice, or he was just kind of screaming back then, which probably makes it more hardcore than. It is now, or what we know it as. Yeah, so this is Alex's choice, and why why this album? Um, and I, I know you're a diehard every time I die fan. So like I I understand. I I once you know you put your selection through. It was like you know very on brand for you, but at the same time. I didn't know if if you could have saved them for a different genre and absolutely stole all the votes. To be fair, though, uh, they're one point apart from each other, um, total points, and only 0.2 points difference in average score. So it's it's 1.8 for the winner compared to 2 for every time I die. Well, like we've talked about, it does jump around, walks a fine line. But the elements are hardcore there. The energy, when they start to kind of drop tempo a little bit, you kind of get that hardcore feel. Um, overall, the energy. That eated flavor, if you will. And Voting kind of speaks for it too. So, oh yeah, they crushed. I mean, you know, a first place, a third place, a first place, a second place, a third place, a second place. I think our Buffalo is showing. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Tell me you're from Buffalo without telling me you're from Buffalo. <laughs> to, to be fair, and I think to be fair, they will back it up, back me up on this one. I was never a rah rah. They're from Buffalo. I love every time I die. I was like, I like this song. I like this song. I like this. I would handpick songs off an of album. Like, yeah, I like that. Play that. You love the new black. I do love that song. That's that's that, a upper echelon. Crack. Oh, so and he's got a great voice, which is what got me when when you picked him. I'm like, right away, I was like, 
he sings way too much to be hardcore. But the same, <laughs> I don't really know what other genre they fall into a hundred percent either. So, right, southern I metal. I see them associated with southern metal. That's so. That's well, like job is, for a cowboy. Is, that's what job for a cowboy is. <sighs> like I'm like. That's what oh. Lamb of God is. Upon a burning body. Which do we miss that concert, Alex? <laughs> no, it's uh, coming up. It's still coming it? up. When? Yeah, them on Earth. Um, it's at uh, it's in Rochester at Montage. I just saw an ad for it on FaceSpace. I don't know when. <laughs> well, it's coming we know it's up. Not I don't know. Be at the Armory. No, I'm, I'm gonna go. To- <laughs> No, it's, I'm pretty sure it's at Montage Music Hall. So bring your body soap. <laughs> oh who else? Who else is a big fan of this album that wants to talk about it? Well, big Dirty. Yeah, I'll just t- speak for like, on every time I die in general. Like they've been around. They were at. I mean, yeah, they're, they're not around anymore. Blah 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 blah. blah. They were at it for so long that they were like major influencers of like the current hardcore scene. Like you're knocked loose, you're yep. turnstile, which they're starting to suck. Um, <laughs> have have um, any of you guys heard of traders? I've heard of them. I never heard them. When you get a chance, check them out. See if they kind of walk that fine line for hardcore as well. Okay. And that it's got kind of like that knock loose feel, and I can't stand his voice. I'm got channeling my inner Nate there. <laughs> knock loose. You'll be all right with Raiders then, vocally at least. Nate or Tarka? Um, is that for just a eat in general? Would you? I, I haven't listened to all their albums yet. I. But would you consider them? They seem like a band that, like, just from the people that I know that are really into them, Super Enum is like they they don't have. They seem like a band that doesn't have a bad album. Accurate. Okay. Yeah, that's. I had that. I had a. I had a, that vibe about them. Like just from what I've heard, like every album's been, you know, at minimum solid, and then. And to a degree, each album has been off kilter from the next. Something mm-hmm. changes a little bit. Yeah, there's not there's not two similar albums. I've kind of, yeah, I've kind of noticed that too. Like I read a I read an interview with them before they you know before they broke up here about uh I think I don't know if I remember if it was a Keith or what, but uh, it was about Radical, their latest album. And there's most of their songs just like it. There's no like real intro like leading into the song. It just it just in your face. It's there. It's going. They're playing. Yeah. Um, radical wasn't like that, and it's it's not. But there were like I guess they were working with their producer, and he's like, we don't have any songs that are like eated intros, and I can't think of the song titles on off off top of my head. That's why they had a couple of them just on that album, like right in your face from the start. Like, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely, and and. I was going to say also just <laughs> in terms of the whole genre of what, what they are, they do build themselves as Buffalo's hardcore, uh, hardcore heroes. So technically yeah. if they're, you're calling yourself that, you know, 
I would say they're hardcore. I also had an email account that was Buffalo Hardcore 666 with a K instead of a C, but you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I nice. would say like Buffalo Gales is on this album and also Buffalo 666 are very much representative of the city. Like you hear that song, you feel Buffalo. Either one of them. Mm-hmm. Hey shit, half their music videos are shot here. Right. They love this they, city. They had Drew Stafford in there beating the shit out of somebody over a game of chess. Yeah. King with the boys. That was a great fucking video. Nate? I I mean I so I had a rank third. Um I like it. I'm I'm kind I'm I'm pretty similar to you with them, Benji. Where there's song here that I like, song there that I like. I haven't really ever gotten really into them. Um, but I don't know. I guess I had them ranked third on my list just because I liked it better than some of the other stuff I was hearing. I don't really have a whole lot to say about them. I, but, I already I already know the answer from everybody else. Hey, Alex, did you go to a <laughs> did you go to a Christmas show? I went to about three in a row about three years before they stopped. God, those were awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> those are always a good time. Yes, oh, man. And when, when you can get the band to start, you know, playing Let's Go Buffalo and the whole crowd gets into it, goosebumps yeah. thinking about that shit, dude. It's so good. Yeah. They played on the side stage at Rock on the Range in like 2016 or 17, and me and my buddy Todd – we went up, made sure we got front and center for them to come out, and we started a "Let's Go Buffalo" chant. And they did it in Columbus, Ohio. That's I, awesome. I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. Not realized yeah. you know, how close Columbus is to Buffalo that there'd be a fuck ton of people from Buffalo down there. But yeah, <laughs> well, I, that's that's another thing I've noticed. Eated fans travel well. Yeah, they definitely yeah, they seem like they have uh, like a cult. Yeah, a cult following. Yeah, the Let's Go Buffalo thing is, uh, I love when Buffalo bands do that. Nate and I were at a show at uh, the Icon. It was game six against the Rangers when Drury scored with .67 seconds left on the clock uh, to send the game into overtime where Max wins it. And we went there to see the human abstract, and it dies today. So it dies today as a Buffalo band. And they take the stage and the drummers got an old school Sabres flag like over him and the whole set. He's like, he's playing and he's got it like draped over him the whole time. And I remember that like they were, you know, it was awesome. Just, you know, big game going on and we're at an awesome concert. And remember Nate, the other band that was there that I can't remember their name, the third band, they came on first. They were from New York city. And the one guy was wearing a Rangers Jersey and so they're getting booed like the whole time. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was, was at the first at band. At that point, I was I was uh, talking with the Human Abstract guys. I was I was fanboying. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, the icon! How I miss thee. Well, the winner of it all, uh, Mike. Congratulations! Winner of the hardcore band best album is sick of it all. 
Last act of defiance. Receiving four first uh, first overall rankings, a second overall ranking, and uh, sorry, Jarko, I'm going to put you on blast here. You had him at five. So after Mike talks here, you're going to have to go next. So, oh, Mike, uh, congratulations. <laughs> uh, you're from bad. worst to first. All right. Yeah, you went from worst to first. You called your shot. You said that you already wrapped it up. And uh, we were all fans. I am one of them that gave him a first place vote because uh, if you asked me what hardcore is, I'd be like, Mike knows what hardcore is, and he picked a perfect hardcore band. So talk your talk, sir. Yeah, I'm sick of it all just in general. It was really hard for me to pick an album. Um, Actually, I think I asked uh, Brian and Nate there. I think I think I gave you guys like a choice of like three. I'm like pick based off of a fucking the album title, and then you yelled at yeah. us. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but um, they are to me what hardcore music is. Um, they're one of the I don't want to call them pioneers, but like the original, you know, New York City hardcore. Um, just chuggy bass, oh, political lyrics. Like, I mean, they they keep that element of like the punk rock in it. Um, don't quote me on this, but I do believe they are the, some of the straight edge hardcore. I don't know for sure. They, they might be, but, um, I've been listening to them for a very, very long time. So I think I was probably like 13 or 14. It was a warp tour compilation disc. Um, and I just never stopped jamming sick of it all. And I, I feel like they've influenced a lot of other bands along the way. Um, but that's really all I got about them. I, that, that, to me, that's the definition of hardcore music right there. It's where it really started to branch off from like hardcore punk to hardcore music. Yeah, that's that's what I that's kind of what I took away from them too. They they have all the elements that I think that should be in hardcore music, and it does sound like out of all of the albums that were picked on our, on our list, they had the most, you, they had a little bit from each of the artists that were picked for this list, like were in that album and, and each of their songs, there's the heaviness, the chugginess, the simplicity, just like the, I, I don't know. It was, don't forget the woes and the yes. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, gang vocals galore. Yep. Um, yeah, it had it had the it had the punk feel. It had you know, it had just everything. Like it's it is like the poster child for hardcore music, I felt like out of out of everything that we picked. I they 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 kind of bring that like it's it's me and the boys, like you know what I mean? Like the brotherhood of y'all, like your your friendships, whatever. Real dude vibes. Yeah. Dad vibes. And without being as corny as Hatebreed is. I wouldn't say Hatebreed's corny. It's just. Oh, after you say, if you fall down, you got to give back. I mean, over and over. But but you should. You know what I mean? But. (laughs) Uh, Jarka, like I said, I can put you on blast. You were the outlier, my friend. I'm sorry. It's just the way it went. 
your thoughts on them? I, I'm sure you didn't hate them because it doesn't seem like you hate much. So no, I I did like it. I just it wasn't other stuff. I just had more connections to, more or less. This is another one where if I if you if me if I sat and listened to all sick of it all, you know, and had it on loop or whatever, I'd probably get into it. Probably I just sick of it all. But I'm. <laughs> but uh I, yeah i just had other connections the other stronger connections the other the other albums more or less i i i did enjoy it this is the hardcore pun episode <laughs> yeah i'd never listened to these guys it's a, definitely a band that i knew to associate with hardcore well before mike ever you know name dropped them and then um listening to them I listened to all these bands while I was working, so it was all very unique in that aspect. But they were like, I was like, all right, I like this track. Oh, I like this track. Oh, you know what? All these tracks kind of do sound kind of similar, but it's like there's it's their sound, but it's not like repetitious like Hapri. Because, you know, they break it up with like adding in the gang vocals from time to time and you know, there there is enough difference in the the drumming and even the riffs of the guitars that it breaks it up enough. It's not it, it Hapru presents itself in such a straightforward way that they don't give themselves a lot of creative license to go one way or another on the spectrum. Where sick of all you can tell, like they want to stay true to themselves, but at the same time they're okay with every now and then bringing in just enough of a outsider kind of view of what hardcore is that you wouldn't necessarily just go, they're just another hardcore band. Cause to me that they didn't seem like they're just another hardcore band. I'm like, no, they're like, they're like a pillar of hardcore bands, man. Like, like they're, they're a staple in the scene and they're important. Like, I don't like, like we select, I selected Pink Floyd as like a pillar. Like that's what sick of it all is to, you know, the clubhouse of hardcore bands, you know, it, they're upper echelon. They're first round pick. We're fantasy drafting hardcore bands. First round pick. The other thing with them too is uh live even now. I mean, they've been a band since I want to say like 85, 86, 87, somewhere in there. Like I, I caught them uh, a couple years ago down in Pittsburgh and dude, you'd think they're all 25 years old still. Just the energy they bring, like I don't know how they do it, because I I was standing there singing along and I was tired just watching them. Yeah, <laughs> like good shit. Do you think they're still sick of it all, or do you think they're okay with it by now? They might be sick of it more. <laughs> <laughs> more sick. Yeah. Well, congratulations on your win. Uh, as you said, from from worst to first, uh, sick of it all pulls you out of the gutter. Congratulations! And uh, I, phenomena. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> no. that's the end of the episode. After that, uh, I I don't have anything else to get into. Do you guys have anything to get into? A basis draft? Does anyone want to do a basis draft? <laughs> yeah, we got two votes. I, 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 I would have to do my research on that for sure. Paul McCartney. Just just yeah. just to anger the masses. <laughs> Ooh. Elsie. 
Definitely LT. Oh, he'd have to be first overall. Uh, I'm just I'm just gonna pick more guitarists because then if they can play guitar, they can play bass, right? <laughs> so Les Claypool does. He plays a bass like a guitar. <laughs> no, that may be on the next episode. We'll see. Lots of room to grow here on this podcast. Uh we thank you once again for tuning in to the attitude podcast uh, for Dave Jarka, Caitlin, sorry, Mike Gallardo, <laughs> and Alex Bam, uh, cookie puss Morris. Yeah, cookie puss. <laughs> what do we have to say, Alex? Uh, <clears throat> tune in. <clears throat>